0: Hey guys! How are ya? Welcome to Red Stain with me Jojo aka Warimo Kinyanji. I'm super 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 excited to be doing this episode and we've been talking about a lot of things around menstrual health and a couple of diseases or um syndromes that people have been experiencing and just creating awareness around that i have really really enjoyed the feedback that people keep giving me just in terms of a unanimous thank you for having this conversation and it's great that you're breaking down these barriers thank you so much guys for the encouragement I really, really, really appreciate it. It's my desire that we'll actually get to a place where menstrual conversation and reproductive health for both men and women is important and can be had without any stigma or stereotype around it. And so, in line with that, today is one of I guess my new favorite days in the year. 28th May is World Menstrual Hygiene Day. Imagine that. I'm so jazzed. I'm like, I'm so happy that someone out there in the world agrees that menstruation matters to everyone everywhere. Everyone everywhere. And in you'd wonder where or why does menstruation matter? So, I'm going to give us five ways menstruation matters to everyone everywhere okay so number one is menstrual matters worldwide so women and girls around the world need to need to be able to manage their monthly menstruation periods and it's a thing all women experience worldwide regardless of economic status or Um, education levels or geography or customs or whatever culture you're from it's one unifying factor that all women essentially should experience their menstrual period when they are in their reproductive age and therefore then it means menstrual concerns are a thing that matter Worldwide, all over the world, all over the world, and I'm like, that's mind blowing. The second reason why menstrual matters it matters in all areas of life because women and um, are and girls are supposed to be able to go about their daily lives without experiencing any um problems or challenges with their monthly periods that affect either education, school, work, travel, anything you'd generally want to do with your life. So if it's you're a school-going girl, you should be able to go about school without having to worry about your menstrual period. If you're a career woman, you should be able to do that. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you should be able to do that. If you're a teacher, it doesn't matter what career you do or what you're currently doing with your life in all areas of life it's important for women and girls to be able to manage their menstruation then number three is it's actually important to boys and men so we are living in a society where we are um, connected like men and women don't exist in separate universes, and so when we have taboos and negative associations around menstruation, yet your family unit is built up of women as well, it just means that it removes that area of having a normal. Sphere or environment where you feel supported and you feel loved and you feel provided for in terms of what you require to just be able to um, have a normal life as a woman who menstruates every month. So it's very important for us women to actually have our men and the boys in our societies involved in conversations ar- around menstrual health because. They are very critical in creating a normal and supportive environment for girls to grow up and experience this normally. Um, I really, 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 really feel that. I really feel that. And so even for me with Red Stain, I have been pushing for my friends who are men or just men basically to be able to come in to this conversation and you know, say, yeah, I know what a menstrual period is. I know what she needs when she's on her period, whether she is my mom, my sister, my girlfriend, my wife, your cousin, whoever, as long as it's a female species, you're able to create a supportive environment when she's going through it. You're able to know what to do, how to respond. Yeah, I feel like it's very, very important because we coexist together. So that was number three. So it's, menstrual matters worldwide it matters in all areas of life and it matters to boys and to men number four menstruation is a matter of equality so in terms of um either having taboos or myths that are related around you know your period that either portray women as inferior to men And even women not being able to be productive at work. Because if a woman is unable to access menstrual products for the four days that she's menstruating, it means she's actually lost four productive working days either where she didn't go to school, which has been a challenge even here in Kenya. And that's why the government was actually passing a law to give... um, menstrual products to school going girls so that they stop missing school i don't know how well that is going we'll talk about it sometime soon it's something for us to talk about but it's important for equality purposes and and i feel like equality is even a matter of how god created us when he made man and woman we were made Um, in his image and likeness and we were both given dominion it's not to say the man is better than the woman or the woman is better than the man which i feel like it's uh an entire (laughs) controversial conversation with feminists and all these things we're just saying we are all different in our unique ways we carry different capacities but we are equal and so being able to create an environment where menstruation doesn't then upset that balance, right? And number five is it's also um, a matter of inclusion, a matter of inclusion in terms of there are women and girls who have disabilities and they require specific, um, kinds of advancements to be made on their behalf to be able to use these products in a way that's dignified and so even when we're talking about including everyone and making everyone feel like they're um, included and loved and taken care of, um, it's important for us to also make technological and scientific advancements on that kind of menstrual products and the menstrual hygiene practices around it that also favor women and girls with disabilities. And so even as we are celebrating the 2019 um, Menstrual Hygiene Day what we are basically saying is even sustainable development goals align to menstrual hygiene matters. Not specifically, but if you look at, say, goal 3, it says it's to ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all at all ages. And one of the targets is actually to ensure universal access to sexual and reproductive health care services, including family planning, information and education, and the integration of reproductive health into national strategies and programs. So essentially, even sustainable development goals have menstruation in mind. And goal 4 says to ensure inclusive and equitable quality education and promote lifelong learning opportunities for all. And one of those targets is to eliminate gender disparities in education and ensure equal access to all levels of education and vocational training for the vulnerable, including persons with disabilities, ingenious people, and children in vulnerable situations. And so some of the gender disparities in education actually come from children not being able, female children not being able to be in class once they come to a reproductive age every several days once a, m- a month because they're experiencing that period. Um, goal 5 as well says to achieve gender equality and empower all women and girls and targets one of the targets is to ensure universal access to reproductive and sexual health and reproductive rights um, I'm sure by now <laughs> you're getting the gist of in, in in order for us to create this world where everyone is living a life that's Um, good and has access to what they need. Menstruation actually is something that's important and it matters. And uh, goal eight actually says promote sustained, inclusive and sustainable economic growth, full and productive employment and decent work for all. Um, And so even for women, it's for them to be able to have access to productive employment, meaning they're not missing out on days at work or they're not making as much money as the male counterpart because they have less days to be productive or things like that. And even, you know, goal number five, which is focused on the woman and gender equality and empowering women and girls, this is a critical part of that. And so even as we celebrate um, menstrual hygiene day, the call for action for 2019 is it's time for action. And when we talk about it's time for action, it just literally says um, that one, we need to spread awareness about the challenges women and girls are facing during menstruation and find a solution for them. Find a solution for them. And sometimes what people don't realize is actually having conversations is doing something. So, even sharing this podcast and encouraging people to have conversations around that and just even observing the day creates awareness. And then secondly is to discuss innovative solutions that address the challenges. And so it's one thing to know what the problem is, but it's another thing to actually say, hey guys, I'm going to put my time and energies and resources into actually finding innovative solutions to this. Um, Number three is to bring together women and organizations working towards women issues to a platform of a national... um, And so being able to give these people the platform they require to bring the change that they are desiring to make and even advocate for integration of menstrual hygiene management into global, national, and local policies. It should be in our legal system. It should be in our law where this is taken into consideration. So, for example, in Kenya... um, (laughs) I found out recently in Kenya um, menstrual products that tampons pads all these things the reasons why they're the reason why they're so expensive is because they're taxed as luxury items they're not taxed as basic needs <laughs> they're taxed as luxury items you know and To be honest, there are many people who are vulnerable, street children, um, peri-urban women, um, people who are living below a dollar a day. I don't think they'd be able to afford a product that's almost two dollars or a dollar if you think about it in a household where there are two women. And so, the, the women in prisons... Like, if you actually think about it... If this is something that happens to every woman... How do some people deal with it? And so, there's been... Like, a lot of use of... Just rags... Ash... Unimaginable things... And that's what takes away the dignity of a woman. Like, having something that... Just constantly humiliates you. And so, I am... Um, super 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 challenged to reach out and find a solution for these women and even for me what that looked like as a first step was actually having this podcast where um you know i if the least i can do is shout about it and i pray that you're gonna help me shout about it too Um, And then we can make change. And so even as we celebrate or observe World Menstruation Day, I pray you're able to take action. Whether it's within, whether it's a conversation, whether it's sharing conversations around this, whether it's actually reaching out to people who are in vulnerable situations and meeting their need, whether it's like lobbying for policies to be changed, whatever it looks like for you, there is room for you to do it. Happy World Menstrual Hygiene Day. Love, Joe.